0: Welcome to the Beck and Series Show. And here at Team Series Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run, it's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset, we talk about fearless authenticity, and being your very best self. Hey, this is Ashley from Team Serious Tri Club. In tonight's episode, Beck talks all about blister prevention and discusses transitioning from a sprint to either a half distance or a full Ironman in the need for a coach and or a plan. Hope you enjoy it. How are you? we had some amazing results, which I am going to go through for the weekend because we had Almir Challenge Almir and the um, European championships, or long distance championships, sorry. And I do know that one of our athletes um, that is trained by Maddie Pesh got 12th in the pros. Um, she did amazing. So I don't think she was actually one of the write-ups that we had. So I don't know how we actually missed her, but she got 12th. Magda, we did have her, 12th in the uh, professionals in the uh, ITU uh, Long Distance World Champs with a 919, a 40-minute PR, which is just amazing. Avon's um, athletes uh, got second overall. Um which was absolutely incredible. I know Vonzie had some unbelievable results. Um, Samantha De Kniff got second overall and first place in her age, which is just incredible. And a lot of PBs there. Um, we had father and son Morris and Jackie Sutton doing their 70.3 lead up with um, Coach Beck and they did amazing. Um, I know that also um, Kerry Preston did her Atlantic City 70.3 and cut an hour five off her time. We had Jillian Donavita do a sprint race um, in Montreal which she smashed, which we're gonna talk about later about training for a 70.3 versus a sprint. Oh my gosh, where do we keep? We've got to keep going here with the list. The Medal Monday is huge today, you guys. Absolutely amazing results from our team. Uh, Becky Allen, first in her Aquabike sprint race. Um, my athlete, my new athlete, I'm very excited to be coaching. I've taken on one new athlete from the UK, Jean Paul DeVilliers, JP is his nickname. We even have a horse called JP here, so that's pretty cool. He's lean and mach- lean me machine, just like our horse. He was twelfth, twelfth in his age and thirtieth overall of over 180 athletes in his sprint try. As I said, Magna was twelfth ITU World Champs. Um, Victoria Chanot, Therese White, and Jeanette Sorensen. Sorry, I, I stuffed your name. And then Jeanette Sorensen did the Harris Moon try, and they smoked it. Um, and I see that the ju- they did the duathlon and the aquabike. Sorry, Victoria took fourth place. 40 to 44, and Teresa took on the 70.3. Jeanette crushed the Aqua bike, feeling, finishing first in her age group, which is incredible. Series athlete from the UK, I'm still going here, guys. Series athlete from the UK, Kerry Hexon, had a phenomenal half winning her age work group in the UK and fourth overall female. That chick's going to turn pro any minute now. Kimi Michael Lee had her best race yet. I've been giving her some stuff to work on for her posture, for chest forward, eyes down, shoulders back, and just to really work on doing um, back work, pull and pu- uh, pull exercises, no push exercises, lat pull down, seated row, and all her back work. And that has really helped her with her posture on the run. And she had the best race she's had this year. Um, and she's had the best race she's had in Michigan with a PR and a small smoking bike and a strong run um oh my gosh i think we probably missed some because there was just so many i hope i didn't but they were the results you guys just amazing results for the weekend every monday we're going to be posting metal monday so if i missed you please check in here um, Teresa, I know you raced. If anyone else raced and I missed it, please put it up. But we'd love you guys to post your post, uh, your post raced, um, results no matter wh- how you did, whether it was a great day, a not so great day. Um, you can't judge yourself on one day. So just post up how you felt and maybe we can all learn from the experience if it wasn't the day that you wanted. So post that up always on our Facebook, no matter what. And we want to hear how you go. Um, yes so there we go there are results for the day if you guys want to ask any questions put them up now and please also know after this not from this group but from my mum's Ruth Keat private Facebook group which is Perry and Metapause um, wellness coaching group which she has on her Facebook group which hopefully someone in it can put a link up to she's going live at 6 o'clock um, which is in about 50 minutes right 48 minutes um, to talk about tendon bone and tendon bone and muscle strength and help and how it relates to menopause, and how we can mitigate some of the injuries, um, niggles, the stuff going on there um, with our bodies as athletes, and as just everyday people. So she's doing some hacks there for us, giving us some amazing tips on that. No, not really hacks. They're actually scientifically proven and um, researched uh, methodology that she's done with her certification, her global certification. So let us know if you have questions, you guys. We did have a question, which I'm going to go through first. Um, I think it was Megan or Karen asked about blisters, and I did a really good post today um about that and there's so many causes of blisters um in training and in racing so in training if you're not sweating a lot and you don't get wet socks the main cause of blisters is like a friction and that could be poor sock choice but most likely poor fitting shoes so If there's a particular shoe that's giving you a blister, it could also be a certain treadmill, but if it's a particular shoe, and this is for you too, Megan Newman, um, that's giving you a blister, you may need to change shoe options. I would try sock options first and then try a different shoe option. Um, It is very likely that just that certain shoe does not fit your foot that well in certain areas. It could be too narrow because they have some different width shoes. I know with Hoka as well, it could be too narrow. It could be too wide. Um, But less movements are better. You want a snug fit with about a thumbnail, and I've got big thumbs, at the end of your top toe or half a thumbnail, really. More like half a thumbnail. Um, That's for training. In racing, you can go a little bigger because your feet tend to swell a lot more in a half or a full. You're going out there and you're out there for an hour, 22 hours, up to like a four, five hour run. So then you'd go up to kind of half a shoe size if you need to, but make sure that your sock choice is really good. And when I researched today a little more about it, I found out that cotton is not good either a synthetic. A thin wool sock um, is the best option for um, preventing blisters. And I found a couple of great options which I'm going to po- talk about really quickly here. We also have a great compression soft that I believe is woolen that is amazing, but I don't recognize um, racing in those. But wool absorbs moisture, hence why Brett Sutton, our crazy coach, who also I think for many great wins under him, um, is a hard ass, used to run in a woolen jumper in summer because he said it was cooler. And I thought he was absolutely crazy, but it comes... It comes full circle, and I've realized now that it wasn't such a crazy idea, although I I think it was a little thick. (laughs) It was a pretty thick woolen jumper that he would run in, like two-hour runs. It was ridiculous with a 198 average heart rate, just insane. That's mental toughness for you, but maybe a little bit of craziness too. Um, So your feet swell, as I said, and especially in races. So definitely check your shoes out. Definitely check your socks out. And Swiftwick make an amazing sock that is cotton. It's a very short ankle sock, which I love, but I still have a few things to throw around when it comes to ankle um, ankle versus a little higher up. So the best ones I found were Swiftwick and they're really cool colors. I saw a turquoise one. That's why I liked it. Um, they seem to have like really good ratings and stars and reviews um, on them. So they're Swiftwick. We have no association with them, but I'm just throwing it out there for you guys. Um, shoe choice, as I said, make sure it fits well. You may just have to try different shoes. And the other one was to have... You can use Vaseline on your feet, but that usually means that there's too much friction and you're just stopping it the rubbing with your sock and foot. You're using the Vaseline to have that friction. You shouldn't have that friction really to start with. Do not get a pedicure where they rub all the dead skin off your feet before a freaking man, because I made that mistake and my ball of my foot burned to the max because it was soft new skin. You want hard ass like honestly like native skin on there that is just it's been on there for a long time you don't want to do a foot spa before an iron man you guys i'm telling you trim your nails for sure because rubbing toenails can also cause a lot of pain and friction and when you lose a big toenail that is horrible and you have to have a lot of time off running so trim your nails so they're not hitting the top of your shoe your shoe your toes should never really hit the top of your shoe either that means they're too small okay so half a thumb i say a half a thumbnail is a good way and maybe a almost a full thumb Now, if they're your race shoes and do not do your laces up too tight. I don't recommend elastic laces unless they're the proper ones that can loosen and breathe because if you have your shoes too tight in a race and your foot expands with the heat, especially in the long distance stuff, You get really big swelling. You get swelling with your feet, and it's going to be too tight and too firm. And I had that that massive mistake in Ironman Melbourne one year. I had to just take my shoes off during the run. Horrible mistake. Elastic laces. I don't recommend unless they're the ones that can really stretch out and they give. And there's so many out there now. I'm behind the times with that because I haven't raced in like six years. But if you have an option for elastic laces that give and breathe and they don't go too tight and they can expand, let us know right up there because I don't know of any. But the other thing, big, big, big thing that I found really, really, really helped me, I never got blisters when I use this, is like a second skin spray. And if you have open wounds, it will hurt. So make sure you've got all healed up when you use this. But spray on um, fresh socks for the bike and run too. Don't wear the same socks from the bike to the run. Get dry, nice new socks. Um, there's Barefoot Spray. It's called barefootscientist.com or something. It's Barefoot Spray. And it's a, it's a second skin spray for your foot. Um, you coat it in that and it should stay on for the swim and the bike if you do it early enough, like spray it early enough it probably wouldn't hurt putting it on in transition. I don't know if you're allowed to do that, but definitely dry socks um, And so Australia have one called um, Spray bandage and it's a spray on it's not a bandage, but it's a spray on coating like a second skin boom amazing Vaseline will work too, but um, Shouldn't really have that much friction but Vaseline does work pretty well too if you want to put Vaseline under your um, feet, but I think the second skin for me worked really well. The other thing is sock length now Ellie told me this a little hack here Yarn for wears whereas these kind of high top socks and a lot of the top cyclists wear them and triathletes You always know when they have the low socks because triathletes sometimes tend to wear a lower sock But the reason why triathletes apparently yarn wears high socks is I'm not quoting this, but I heard it from Ellie is a sock absorption from the dripping of your legs. Your sweat drips down, hits your calf. If the sock's at the top of your calf, it's gonna absorb a lot more water before it hits your actual foot or your shoe. So that's a pretty cool hack there. Um, I think it's also to make the boys who have skinny legs like Jan, who has amazing physique. I don't know why he'd wanna make his calves look bigger. They look pretty bloody good, but it makes your calves look bigger. I would want the opposite. I want my calves to look smaller. So I always liked ankle socks rather than big calf socks. But there you go, longer socks, guys. So. That's the problem. When I looked on site, I couldn't find any cotton, longer um, calf-length high-top socks. They were all cotton. I couldn't find any woolen ones. So maybe we need to invent something, you guys. But wool is the go. A thin woolen sock, obviously not a thick hiking sock. You cannot wear that. Um, I had some ultra runners try to get me to do that in Man. It's just too bloody hot. Um, And I know sometimes people take their entire foot and every single toe. That is just... I just don't recommend that i just i haven't used it or tried it actually i have tried it once and didn't like it it was just too much taping the whole freaking foot is just a little crazy i think the spray is really really good i don't recommend racing in compression socks compression socks i believe should be worn pre and post race your legs should be able to breathe this is just my personal opinion but i never liked wearing them in a race because i feel like your calves need to be able to expand The lymph drainage when you're racing is not going to work anyway because you're working hard. So I always say use your compressions before and after and don't race in them. They should be firm enough so that they feel slightly firm and not that comfortable because they're doing the lymph drainage and they're doing what they're supposed to do and doing a compression on your leg to help that recovery. So I just don't recommend them. The only time I wore them once was on my quad ones, which were compress sports on my quads, which were loose-ish, and that was to keep them cooler rather than for the compression advantage. Like if you're doing it to keep you cool, where I definitely don't wear a firm, definitely don't wear a firm compression sock to race in. It should be very, very loose because if you're using it for sweat and for um, keeping you cooler, that's a different reason for wearing them. Okay, so I hope that helped. That was a really long-winded answer, but I hope that helped. I did a great post today on it. So, you guys, if you want to look at that, um, I did do a really good post on that today. It's on our page with links to the socks and links to um, what else was there? To the to the spray on. Um, I already talked about for training. Um, kind of similar thing. Make sure you have longer um, woolen socks. The thinner woolen socks. Um, if you're not sweating as much, use the ones that I just talked about, which I've already forgotten the name, Gillian. Sorry, um, which I just talked about, which was the Swift Wick. Is the best ones that I looked up researching Swift Wick. And Kim Lee said she never got blisters in the race, and she used them. So it's Swift Wick. S W I F T W I C K um okie dokie yes jillian and congratulations on your event so you had a question i believe it was you i think it was you on training from sprint to half i so it's definitely not a huge jump from olympic to half let me put it that way like the guys these days especially the top athletes they're going just as fast in an olympic as they do in a half it's a little bit bigger jump like siri said from a sprint to a half okay because it's like four times the distance right So say your sprint is uh, 750 or five hundred twenty and five, you're basically doing four times that distance. So as you get fitter though, and if you're on the right plan and have a really good coach, so if you have one of us, um, you should be able to, especially if you're kind of a newbie to it or haven't been doing it for that long, you should be able to almost get close to holding within 12 months time, holding that same speed for uh, a 70.3 distance. But you could definitely hold that pace when you're properly conditioned over an Olympic is just getting the right training done. So it's doing that longer race pace work, getting that speeding, getting that max power in, getting that threshold work in, getting that strength work in, and just slowly building up the race pace efforts um, time-wise. So if you're only doing like three or four minute efforts, you wanna start doing like five, 10, 15, 20 minute efforts and build it up so you build up to doing like 40k race pace effort at, at what you are doing for your 20k race pace effort so it's all about the conditioning and we our plans are all structured for that so you'll see the big difference with our training plans are it's not really specific for just for sprint or just for Ironman. Ironman athletes still do these max powers, these hard efforts, these one minute efforts, these VO two sets, these high intensity sets because you, the higher your VO two, the higher your aerobic engine, and the higher you can hold pace for longer and hold your higher end. It'll lift your high end aerobic threshold too. So. All the workouts work if you're on a plan just do exactly what it says to a T, and that will guarantee you it will work you may have to go to say a 70.3 plan obviously because there'll be longer strength work so for a for a sprint race you may only have like a five or ten minute um, big gear strength workout but as you get into bit longer distances you'll see the workouts might be like a 15 or a 30 minute or an hour big gear work right so it's depending on that distance of what you're racing so I hope that helps. Um, That were the questions that we have. We are doing a Halloween 5K fundraiser as well. So look out for that. I don't even know when Halloween is. I'm terrible with calendar. (laughs) But look out for that. Um, If you have anybody that you know that would like to do a seven-day fitness challenge it would like to... Pretty much, it's more weight loss um, focused, but it'll be a seven day meal plan and a seven day weight loss program. Let us know and we can send you a sign up for that. If it's for a friend, obviously you guys do not need that. Nobody needs that here. Um, Any other questions, you guys, while I'm on here, don't forget you guys, um, I'm gonna quickly add that. Don't forget tonight, um, we do have another live chat, but not from this page. My mom is talking about injury prevention and how it's related to uh, bone tissue and healthcare, care um, menopausal athletes, and she'll probably do a little dive into other stuff as well when it comes to menopause. So she's like, it's her wheelhouse, and she's amazing at this. And I'm going to try and find um, a link to her page so I can just whack it up here, you guys. Of course, now I can't find it. Where is it? So, if you're not a member of Mum's page, you need to be. Oh, yes, because I'm not under Rebecca Keith. You need to be because um, that's the only way to get in there. So, you need to be on my Mum's page, which is peri and menopause. I can't even see it. Um, Annette, if you're on there, can you put a link to that, please? Because we'll be on there soon and I will go through some questions that you guys might have as well at the end with Mum. Uh, any other questions, you guys? Let's see. Nope. Hey, Scott, how are you? So let us know if you have any other questions, you guys. I'm gonna wait here a little bit for them. So Annette's gonna share a quick link. Sorry, Annette, I didn't have that, I'm not sure why. But yeah, as I said, if you have any friends that you think would be really interested in doing a weight loss seven day kind of transformational um, Kickstarter, let us know we have a program ready and going for that. Um, In the next few days, it's gonna start on Monday. It'll um, include a seven-day nutrition plan too, and we like to pay it forward. We'll offer it to um, to any of you guys that have family or friends that are, you know, maybe struggling a little bit and can't get motivated. We have our private Facebook group for that too. Um, yeah, we're doing a winter camp. It'll be the last weekend, twenty 29th of January. So get ready for that. Save the date. Um, I think that's your birthday, Megs. Is it? I think it might be that birthday. Oh, by the way, got my teeth done, guys. I'm not happy with the yellow tinge. If you have any dentists here. I'm not overly happy with it's a slight yellow tinge in the middle of them and I'm not sure what that is. Maybe my little stumps underneath were a lighter colour, but it's a little odd. So if you're a dentist, let me know what if you think they did a good job because it was very expensive. It's actually I got a good deal on them, but um, yes, Meg's birthday. Happy freaking birthday, Megan. Um, 28th, 29th, we are doing our winter camp. We are doing virtual workouts on the bike once a month through Zoom. We're only getting three or four when we're doing it once a week. So we're going to do it once a month, and we are going to bring Hugh in once a month, no more than that, because we want to make sure that he's being utilized fully for that, for strength conditioning. So anything else you guys think of that you would like to see, like to hear, like to be a part of, let me know. Please put it up here. Um, Don't be shy or direct message me if you're too shy to mention it here. We now have access to perimenopausal coaching. We have access to nutrition with Mickey. Um, We have access to me and Siri. We have access to strength and conditioning with Hugh. Um, Let us know if there's anything else. We are announcing some... Races that we're hoping to focus on, if there are particular races that four or five of you want to do, and I know Boulder Harvest Moon is going to be one of them for sure, as is a 70.3, but there's particular races that you want to do and you've got a group. Let us know because we will make them key races. I know we're doing one in Wisconsin with Maddie. We're doing the Boulder one. Um, and we're doing a couple others as well um, near Ash. So we're going to have a tent and marquee set up so you guys can all gather. And we can cheer on. ours is going to be set at the top of the hill here in Nelson. So we can all cheer on together. There we go. There's a link there to Ruth Keats' um, page, you guys. If you're not... You have to be kind of have to be female um, unless you're transitioning or something. But you have to be, kind of be female because it's all about menopause. And men, you don't go through that. There is a menopause, I hear. But... You don't really go through menopause. so <laughs> um, Brian Obercon is in the house. Oh my God, it's such an honor. This guy, you guys, freaking my hero. Brian, I always get this wrong. I think it was six attempts and then he finished the Iron Man in the hardest freaking Man in the world, which I do believe is Tremblant. I have done it and he's freaking hard. He made the cutoff. He called me on the phone in the run telling me he was going to make it. And I don't know. I probably shouldn't get him in trouble for this, but I was like bawling with tears. I actually have his medal. God, I think I might have hung it up. Here it is, it's hung, hanging up. Look, this is Brian's medal, you guys, of be sixth attempt. Iron Man Montreblanc. This is what a finisher medal looks like if you haven't seen one. And it hasn't been engraved yet. I think I have to give this back to Brian because he needs some inspiration for his next one that I know he's signing up for. Brian, yell, give us a yell out if you need some help there, buddy. Um, I'm getting back into the pool. 25 seems tough. Is it still productive? Is knockout two 250 to 500? Yes. Of course, it's, it's anything, Brian. Get started. Like Siri says, five minutes, 15 minutes. If you can just knock out 500 in 25s, that's amazing. You might want to do build one to four or something. Try some with band pull boy. Try some with paddles. Um, do like 20 to 40 25s. That's perfect way to start. Then you can focus on form technique. We always do 25s when we're trying to work on form because you can work on bilateral breathing, eyes down, practicing like race start, um, helping with anyone with anxiety, practicing um, uh, no breathing starts and stuff like that. And then fire stroke rate, of course, you can hold over 25. Everyone can hold that over 25. So I think it's ideal. It's the best way to start, Brian. You're doing, you know the answer to that, buddy. You trained yourself to a freaking Ironman making that cutoff. So don't, don't pretend you don't know the answer to that. I know you do. Weather here is beautiful at the end of January. It is actually usually kind of sometimes snowing a bit but we run in all rugged up and we run outside and it's the best we do our trainer it's great to do the workouts for the camp on the trainer because then we can see you better and look at your setup and everyone's on the same page and people aren't riding off and we're all in one group so we do the trainer session at centennial in a group training session in a huge room that overlooks the pool we do our pool swim there obviously there won't be a lake swim um, seventh was a child. I always get that wrong was number seven. Hey, you guys this story you guys if you ever want to see an Inspirational story look up Brian orbican He's on here right now. Look up his Ironman story It is so inspiring and um, that dude. I'm telling you he it's my greatest achievement as a coach. Oh, so, okay Whoops, we just disconnected for a bit Anyone racing Ironman Alaska let us know. I mean, that's a cool race. It's definitely gonna be cool. That's for sure um, Okie dokie you guys no other questions. I'm going to say goodbye. I might see some of you on mum's live chat tonight. The link's just up here to join. You have to be a part of our Facebook group, and it's only for squatters and the Tribe club guys, so it's only for us, which is awesome. Um, love you guys. Let us know more of what you want. Anything. Just put it up there. Anything you need. Any more tips. We can probably get Mickey on, do some nutrition if you like it. I did a great post on salt. Um look back and look for uh, the post i did on salt if you're worrying about how much salt to use um Greg and Glenda from F2C are amazing, and they did a really good um, report on what we should do for salt, and I posted that recently. I'll do a hashtag salt under the post so you guys can find it, then you can just search at the top under salt, and you'll see it there. Be sure to check out our guides too, guys. Everything's in there, your sponsor codes and everything as well. So don't forget all our amazing sponsors, you guys. Um, Megs, love you lots too. Thank you for all you do, Megsy, inside and outside the club. You're awesome. And Annette is always here as our I admin mean, to help. Annette Miller, thank you for all you do. Ash is not on tonight, but I want to thank her too, and thank my amazing wife. And we will see you soon. Thanks, guys. Bye, bye. Hey, this is Ashley again. Hope you enjoyed tonight's chat with Beck. If you'd like to join the club or view these chats in real time, log into teamserioustriclub.com and purchase your monthly membership. Thanks so much.